The BRICS Report, Brazil. BRICS Report Brazil with Professor Lyle White. He is with the Gordon Institute of Business Science. And Lyle White, the politics of Brazil makes ours look tame. Could we see Brazil losing yet another president? They're beginning to look a bit careless, the Brazilians. Yeah, morning, Bruce. And it's, uh, it is quite something to end the year off, really, with these stories. And it's really the politics and political changes and impeachments that have dominated the Brazilian landscape this year, as you know so well. So... Um, last year, this time, we were talking about and, or reflecting on Brazil's downgrading, and now we're looking at perhaps another impeachment of, of uh, a president in Brazil. We saw Dilma Rousseff, the former president, being impeached in, um, in around May, May time this year or a few months ago. So Michel Temer is coming to office. And now they, uh, it's all around this, this uh, Petrobras scandal that has uh, really... Um, captured the entire country and it's been the biggest scandal in history but michelle temer he was given about 2.6 million dollars in campaign donations in his 2014 campaign by that big construction conglomerate autobrash autobrash is regarded as the most corrupt of the big four in that country their president and ceo is in jail right now and he did receive this money apparently but temer um is in the hot seat for this but it was for his campaign donations in 2014 so he can't really be impeached i would say because Impeachment is something that he has to have done or been implicated in during his presidential term, which has only been in the last four months. So I don't see him leaving, but there are some that are saying. But I think a more interesting point here, Bruce, is according to the polls, 63% of Brazilians want early elections uh, before 2018, and 90% don't want Congress to choose the president for them. Because as you know, in that system, the Congress chooses the president for the, for the Brazilians. No, I mean, massively controversial, very difficult, and it's part of the weaning, I suppose, uh, of the political system that has evolved in Brazil over, over the last couple of centuries. Now, give me a sense of it, please, because my guess is, and because you've been a big fan of Brazilian business and some of the, the great success stories that have been uh, created by Brazilian entrepreneurs, whether it be Petrobras or whether it be um, the, the great development of Embraer, you're a big fan of, of, of some of the, the business success stories in brazil are you quite disappointed with the, the revelations as they keep coming through yeah Bruce, I, I, you are right i am a big fan I was, I was a big fan of a model which i i believed could have been an alternative model for south africa to follow and brazil uh, as i've said many times is a country that does look so similar to south africa except on a, a much bigger scale so the development model that they had where they effectively used their development banks and they used some of the big corporations whether they state-run organizations or even some of the big family businesses, but how they contributed to the development and upliftment of society was was very very um, was very positive. Or it was very encouraging for me. But what we've seen now is that below the surface there was a, a very very deep rot, and and big companies like Petrobras, which at one stage was the largest company in the southern hemisphere with a market capitalization in excess of about 350 billion dollars, and then the big family construction firms like Autobrash. They have been really at the heart of this corruption scandal. And it really is quite concerning. And the model of development that Brazil has shown us is one that we can't really look to to follow here in South Africa and we can't look, really look to embrace. We need something okay. that is a lot more open and transparent. Yeah, I mean, it's a, so the idea of, of these these companies being used to fund growth is not, not the issue. It's the human beings in the background who utilize the opportunities presented to them on a silver platter, of course. But you were talking about the elections and people wanting earlier e- elections. Who is Marina Silva, um, well, who, yeah. who could, could very well become the next president of Brazil? 
So, yeah, and it really does actually speak to what uh, your previous question around um, the, the nature of Brazilian corporations and this traditional elite. Now, Marina Silva comes from, she comes from left field. She's, she's a very, very unusual candidate, and she is the front runner right now for the 2018 elections. She was one of 11 children, one of 11 siblings. She was orphaned at the age of 16. She's the first Brazilian, uh, Brazilian presidential candidate to self-identify herself as Afro-Brazilian. So while, um, you know, because Brazilians, like many people around the world, are disillusioned by politics, and, are, and in the case of the United States, have opted for the Donald Trump option, in Brazil, they are looking at some of these non-traditional candidates, but they've also picked out uh, Marina Silva, who is a very, very different candidate. She was the former in, uh, Minister of Environment, which is quite interesting, and she was the first of her siblings to learn how to read and write. And now she's a, a front-runner for, for, for the presidential run-ins for 2018. Extraordinary times in Brazil. Dilma Rousseff um, is what? Woman of the Year. Yeah, I, and, I, and I enjoy the surprise in, your, in, the, in the, the tone of your voice there, Bruce, because, yes, according to the Financial Times, she is uh, one of the Women of the Year, alongside the likes of Hillary Clinton, uh, UK Prime Minister Theresa May, and let's not forget the world's best gymnast, Simone Biles, after the Olympics, of course. And, yes, she's the Woman of the Year, but we must never forget, as we saw with Time magazine's Man of the Year, or Person of the Year, sorry, uh, was uh, was Donald Trump. And it's really the, the newsmaker of the year because the raised eyebrows around Dilma Rousseff was she is widely regarded as responsible for Brazil's economic crisis at the moment. And so she has she is firmly in place as one of the, the great newsmaking women of the year this year, uh, not necessarily the woman of the year as Financial Times might, might allude to. No, no, not all news is good news. Uh, thank you, Professor Lyle White from uh, Gibbs, the Gordon Institute of Business Science, with our BRICS report uh, this Tuesday morning. Uh, Lyle White is director at the Centre for Dynamic Markets at Gibbs.